0: School is obviously a place set for teachers, faculty, and administrators to come together and make sure that we are in a safe learning environment. Many school administrators go the extra mile on a lot of things to make sure that we are being the best that we can be. However, I feel like school lunches have been a pretty unimportant thing in the eyes of teachers for a while now. And rightfully so. What could food hurt? Well, some newfound research of mine will prove very differently on how much you think that food is a component in a regular school day. In this episode, I will begin to explain the effect that our school lunch food has on students. I will really begin to explain the certain nutrients that these little powerhouses of ours need to succeed on a day-to-day basis. Welcome to school lunches i'm your host amanda cunningham today's episode is titled how better food quality can improve our students and our future nutritional deficiencies can really affect anyone in their work performance and day-to-day life as a matter of fact nutritional deficiencies in zinc b vitamins omega-3 fatty acids and protein have been shown to affect the cognitive development of children. It's also been shown that high amounts of saturated and unsaturated fats can stunt a child's learning pace. There are many indirect effects of unhealthy and healthy foods that can have an effect on students' learning pace and capabilities. Just a few of these effects are Students with unhealthy lifestyles are more prone to getting sick and causing them to be out of school more. Students with healthier school lunches were proven to score higher on end of the year tests and exams. Did you know that our school's lunches can even have an effect on our students' behavioral actions and performance? It's true. What we feed our students really does affect their behavioral problems too. We're also benefiting the kids. I mean, who really wants to serve lunch detention? In 2008 and 2009, an analysis of school lunches showed that kids were eating a very low amount of fruits and vegetables at lunchtime. Like my previous research concluded, McDonald's and Burger King were shown to have been tested up to 10 times as much as meat that was headed for the school cafeterias. This is beyond disbelief to me and many others that the meat we are serving, our kids, has been tested for impurities less than that of what was heading to the local McDonald's. In 2010, we had an act that improved our school's foods. Michelle Obama, the, first, the country's first lady at the time, put the HHFKA into motion. HHFKA stands for Healthy, Hunger-Free Kids Act this act was put into effect to make schools up the daily portions of fruits and vegetables unfortunately today's president and conservative party want to take away the given funds for healthy lunches and let lunches return back to the way they were before michelle's hhfka it is true and proven that better food builds better brains and bodies. That's why good school nutrition helps us be the best we can be in body and mind. An excerpt from How Nutrition Affects Your Brain by Monica Reinigel proves just how much of a nutritional power plant your brain really is. She says, of all the energy it takes to power your body's many functions and activities Your brain sucks up about 20%. B vitamins and iron are critical for the cellular energy metabolism that keeps the lights on up there. In other words, healthy brain function and development require overall good nutrition. Conversely, serious nutrition deficiencies can definitely impair your cognitive abilities. In a diagram that I found while doing my research, it shows exactly what we should be consuming in our everyday diet. These dietary fibers, supplements, and antioxidants are essential in brain health. It starts off with the main point of course, eating fruits of all different colors and having a wide assortment of vegetables. Believe it or not, we also need some sort of healthy oil for our healthy brain. The Tin Man could not function properly without his oil, right? This still holds true for us as well. We also need a different assortment of whole grains ranging from brown rice to whole wheat bread. Of course, the daily consumption of pure water with no added sugars is always a must. It is also proven that we need a lot of healthy proteins such as fish, poultry, beans, and nuts. Today's podcast highlighted some of the main foods that we need to keep our cognitive at 100%. Now, is it clearer to you why better and more nutrient-rich foods in our schools can better affect our students? It not only better affects our students, but it better affects our future as well.